the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. It is God's action that makes us good. And it is so frequently we who make it known. Coming into this church, you see prominently the words across the front of the pulpit. In principio erat verbum. In the beginning was the word. And then across the altar, you can see it from both sides. Verbum caro factum est. The word was made flesh. And then underneath the tabernacle, again from both sides, you can see, et habitavit in nobis. And he dwelt among us. He made his home among us. These words you associate automatically with what happens here as we celebrate the sacred rites. And in many respects, they encapsulate so much of what we know, so much of what causes us to rejoice. That God is among us. He remains among us because he loves us. As Christians, this faith is so easily focused on our Lord in the tabernacle. Our Lord as we receive him, body, blood, soul, and divinity in the blessed sacrament. What I would encourage you to follow just for a few moments is a meditation that helps us realize that that is what sets the stage for ed habi tabi inobis lasting forever. But at first, it meant that he came and lived among us until his death. In the beginning was the word, and the word was made flesh, and he dwelt among us. And then he died. Sub Poncio Pilato passus, et sepultus est, crucifixus et siam pronobis. These are the words that strike through the heart of all of human history and plant the cross on Good Friday. He died and was buried and descended into hell, descended in inferos. He descended among the dead to free Adam and Eve, to rescue those who had been prevented from entering heaven, for whom our Lord's blood on the cross would redeem them and bring them into eternal glory. And so even in our Catholic calendar, we have feast days for Saints Adam and Eve, for the Holy Maccabees, and many others. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered, died, and was buried. 
as we were reading through the gospel narrative, the passion of St. Matthew on Palm Sunday, the passion of St. John on Good Friday. As soon as we heard those words and he gave up his spirit and we knelt down, it was as though that is where everything should stop. That's where it should have ended. There's a stretch of Route 1 on the coast of Maine in between Brunswick, Maine and Bath, Maine. We're on the way north with my brother and sister-in-law traveling in a something of a caravan with cars we didn't know and, and passing traffic in the middle of the night. All of a sudden, as we're cresting a hill, as we're passing a car, but not yet overlapping it, and the car behind us traveling has not yet switched over to the left lane, we see headlights right in front of us, oncoming, going south on the northbound lane of Route 1. As far as I am from the servers on the other side of the sanctuary. In the rearview mirror, I saw my sister-in-law's mouth just drop open, and it was three freeze frames there wasn't any action. It was three still photos. I saw the headlights, and the steering wheel went to the right, and we slotted in just barely in between the car we were about to pass and the car that was passing it with us. And then the steering wheel went to the left, and all of a sudden, we're back in the left lane, and nothing's happened. Needless to say, my, my brother and sister-in-law and I didn't speak a word for the next 40 minutes that it took us to get to our destination. And needless to say, the many times I pass that stretch of Route 1, usually many, many times every summer, I think that is where I should have died. That is where it should all have ended. There should be a little wooden cross on the side of the road. Nothing, nothing beyond that should have ever taken place. That is each and every one of us on Good Friday. Christ died on the cross because of us. He died for our sins. And yet that very fact is what we realize is our hope. He was willing to die in order to purchase our lives. He was willing to die in our place. As Christians, we need to go into Good Friday knowing that he, he did that, but I deserve it. He did that because of my sins. He did that because of my betrayal. Now, after Good Friday, on Easter Sunday, we know that I live because he was willing to die for me. I am forgiven because his blood drips from the cross. I have the possibility of eternal life because he gave up his life for me. That cross was the cause of shame. 
and should be for us at moments of our life. But forever, it's the reason for our hope. It is the only thing for which we have reason to boast. He died for me. Him, right there. That's the reason why I can look forward to today and the rest of my life and eternity. I have been rescued. And how do we know this? The action is God's, and so often the way we know about it is us. In the beginning, God created the world for his glory, to glorify Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The love of Father for Son, Son for Father, Son for Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit for Father, Father for Holy Spirit. The love of the Trinity is so perfect and so selfless. The creation of the universe for the sake of the glorification of the Trinity is worthwhile in and of itself. And among the most glorious pieces of creation that glorifies God is you. If the universe were simply rocks and streams and rainbows and flowers, it would, it would be beautiful, but ultimately dead. You are the part of the visible creation that lasts forever. You are the part of the visible creation that manifests the glory of God, love, forgiveness, mercy, power, strength, gentleness. Why is it good? Because of God. How do we know it? How do I know it? How do you know it? So often, because of each other, because of you. Into this creation comes God himself, manifest in the flesh. Why? For you. To save you. To rescue you from this world, fallen in sin because of our wickedness and the deceits of the devil, being the only thing we ever know. He dies on the cross. Why? Because of you. Because of your sins. Because of my sins. And yet we know it is good. Nothing we had to do with Good Friday is good. It's good because of the action of God, his love, his mercy. And on the third day, he rose again. Resurrexit sicudixit. Tertia die, secundum scripturas. No more clear, direct action of God in human history. No more clear manifestation that this man is not just man. This is God. How do we know about it? How can we be sure? Because of you. 
Certainly, at first we know about it because it changed the world of the apostles. Instead of going back to their old jobs and shame and hiding and avoiding death coming to them and punishment, they went to all the world to make disciples of all peoples. They were willing to give up their lives and proclaim a message. Not a message of prosperity, not a message of earthly hope, not a message of earthly consolation, the message that Christ has died for your sins. And if you repent, and if you make him your Lord and God, if you belong to him, if you receive his body and blood, if you believe in him, if you belong to his church, if you remain faithful to him, this life is going to get even worse because the world will hate you. But... When you die, you will know eternal glory with the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and the angels and the saints. Not even the most demented soul would make up that hoax. No one would would perpetrate a lie that only guarantees them hatred, persecution, and death. We know that Christ is God, that he died and rose from the dead and ascended into heaven because of the apostles, because their lives were changed indelibly, so much so that history is different forever. And that generation taught the next generation. And that generation taught you. And you are teaching the faith by the fact that your lives are different. 2,000 years, 266 popes. How does the world know that Christ died and rose? Because of you. How can we be certain that it's all true? Because of the miracle of faith, which is the Catholic Church. And you are part of that miracle. It's the work of God, but so often we know about it through us. When this is simply our task, our activity, our project, our prerogative, our deep conviction, it becomes a cause of strife and bitterness and rivalry. But when we know he died for my sins and I have been purchased and saved and rescued, then my life is changed into one of fidelity, Gratitude, mercy, and kindness. Courage in the face of persecution. Gentleness in the face of suffering. And the first fact that the world will know is this person is good, and then they'll find out why. In principio era verbum. Et verum caro factum est, et habitavi in nobis, crucifixus et siam pro nobis, supponsio pilato, passus et sepultus est, descendit in inveros, resurrexit sicut dixit, tertia die secundum scripturas, alleluia, alleluia. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit.